I mean, that's quite. I like. I like, I like that you've literally gone like, oh, like fuck. There could be like someone I know that's killed someone, and I'm just gonna blurt it out like on this podcast. Like, this would be the moment to do it. Okay, are we going like separate or together? Like, how are we? There's like so many I mean, ways you can, can do, do it. Unison, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, collective. Rod's, Rod's, Rod's going to blurt out the wrong word in the Mara. You pop up. <laughs> well, I'm Kat. I work at Pop Up. I also work at the museum. Um, I like to describe myself as art ish. Uh, I do poetry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Hannah. I work at Pop Up. I'm an artist. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same, but I'm not Hannah, I'm Sam. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but like the same, like, yeah, twins is, isn't it? Yeah, triplets. <laughs> okay, so for people listening, what is Pop-Up? So Pop-Up is a contemporary art space based in Scunthorpe. Um, it's nothing, it's just quite creatively dry in regards to having like an outlet to publish your art and to show your art. So we decided to make it very accessible and very easy to come to. You know, just messages on Facebook and we'll consider you for an exhibit. And we was lucky enough to get the space in Cathy Indy to be able to do it. And where we are now, we're in our studio. It's actually a very collective space, isn't it? Pop-ups, everything. It's religion. Which is, of course, how I found you guys. Uh, yeah, absolutely. How do, you, how do you think the exhibition went? Because obviously it's done now, like you're out of the way. Pollination. Yeah. yeah, I think it went really, really well. I was like really pleased with all the work that we got. Um, we didn't get any photography though, no. which I was really... Yeah, we like literally said, we were like, everyone will yeah. do photography. And we had like, all the work laid out on the floor and we were like, no. <laughs> How does this happen? But we got a lot more sculpture than we usually do, which is really cool. Mm. Um, and thought-provoking drawing, which is like, yeah, getting that actual just drawing is like usually something. We get lots of painting, don't we? But drawing tends to be a little bit more niche for some reason if people just like their paints. <laughs> I think, I, I mean I've had that experience because I, so I submitted you guys a drawing was where you send it to art companies mm. and they don't see it as legitimate art. It's yeah. Because this is, it's not painting. This is like the other thing because like we want to be like as like you say as accessible don't we yeah. and art covers so many bases what you find like a, um, a lot of Oh, at the risk of sounding like I'm going to be slagging them off. But a lot of like higher-end galleries kind of have like um, a bit of an agenda of what they already want and take in, don't they? And there's like a lot of what isn't... There's a lot of non-accepted sort of forms of art in a lot of places. Is that libel? No. <laughs> no. You mentioned names. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys done shows outside of some sort? No, not yeah. yet. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, didn't you go to London? Oh, as pop up. Oh, as pop up. No, 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 I like separately. Oh, didn't you, didn't you exhibit in London? Yeah, yeah I was gonna I, say... I've exhibited in Ireland, yeah. in Europe. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Europe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it quick before they drag us out. Let's say it quick. It's all right. There'll be a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is the same. Yeah, I've, I've exhibited in London, um, Leeds. I'm saying you're an end of yeah. year thing that you do. Um, Ah, oh, uh, near Leeds. That's really bad that I can't remember its name. No, the uh, Bradford. And um, Bradford. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that was really bad. I was like, 
I haven't yet. I'm still sort of like kind of creatively sort of finding my my feet as an artist. I've sort of done a lot more kind of poetry, creative writing and that kind of thing mm. over the years. Even that, like poetry, like you know, like a lot of galleries just wouldn't, they'd like wouldn't yeah. take poetry. Whereas, like, why not? Like, that's it's the yeah. idea. Well, they'll take video art. Yeah, mm. which is but then some galleries wouldn't take video art. I mean, I, I work as a painter, and a lot of galleries and a lot of a lot of creatives sort of say painting is like the the dead art. You know, painting's kind of had its day now in a contemporary situation. Mm. So, like, you know, why? Like, why is it? You know, why is it any more dead? You know, we're, we're creating, and that it's as simple as that. You either like it or you don't like it, but we're still making art. That's good. I mean, I, I was, I mean, in a way, when I found your exhibition, I was surprised about your exhibition. Yeah. Because being from Scunthorpe, living here for 20 years or so, you kind of get an idea of what it's like. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know that 2021 exists, and you're like, it's there, doing things occasionally. It's out of reach. It's like, it can be. You know, there's a nice wall where you can't get past it when you're quite young, because you're like, I'm never going to work in there. Mm. So when you see something independent, you're like, ooh. It's, it's kind of mm. nice, kind of kick because there's nothing like that in Lincoln. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. See, I yeah, I found Lincoln when I've been. I I found create like is for like sort of fine art spaces. I'm not very overly impressed with it actually. I think we've got more here. You do. Uh, yeah, I think we've got more here. That like, you know the. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think there's very much going on. It's sort of contemporary wise. Whereas like play like Hull that had the city of culture is like thriving, like absolutely thriving. And if you'd have asked me ten years ago which I prefer over Lincoln and Hull, I was nowhere to said Hull, but yeah. I definitely would now. But Hull seems to have kind of it's got it, hasn't it? It's mm. got its sort of traditional art museum, which is the Ferns. It's got its new and up and coming places um, like Humber Street Gallery, and it's got coffee shops with lots of art in. And when the City of Culture was on, if they had empty shops in um, shopping centres, they'd fill them with are and fill them with creative spaces and they've really hit the nail on the head I think. Yeah that's absolutely the way to do it like it, it literally I know I've, I've, I know I've said this before but like it was Tracy Emin that said like literally like where creativity hits um, sort of like anything like everything follows it like everything follows creative spaces mm. and like sort of you know funding and finance then seem to come with it and you know and other businesses start to thrive around creative spaces you go somewhere like, like East London like where we had our exhibit like yeah. air, that space like just all that area yeah. where just everything is so creative but then there's like you know food markets just everywhere that oh. are thriving on business and like other places aren't there it's just a good like definitely down in London like for creativity is such a good place to like be down especially as an artist and it's kind of sad that people think they have to like go down there to like mm. still be an artist yeah. yeah 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 definitely yeah do you find then like do you find small town and industrial towns tend to create more independent spaces out of the necessity of an immune because like Lincoln quite a conservative place still quite a lot of money there even despite its poverty problems mm. but it just stays the same it supports its antiques it supports this natural, yeah. you know, classic art, but doesn't push. Like every space, like everywhere has money. Like you know, we, you know, like lots of money gets spent here, and sort of you know, the, the public kind of goes like, "Why did you build that? We didn't want that." Like it's, it's almost like no one's asking what we what we actually want. And obviously, like we, you know, just just just, just <laughs> <laughs> it's like just like you know, just the two of us, you know, set pop up up, and then we, we Hannah came on board like about a year later. But you know, it's just the power of two of us. And then we grew massively with Hannah and it's like there's just three of us here and because we ask questions and we've managed to build such an amazing thing here 
because we asked people, you know, we've not, we've barely had any funding. We're like we're paying for our electrics out of like a brown bag full of pound coins and stuff. But like, you know, <laughs> it's, it can, you know, it can be done. You know, that the people, I think, I think the higher powers need to be asking more so where this money should be getting spent because there's such a calling for creative, you know, for creative spaces and especially with things like, you know, mental health being such a poignant topic and like, the decline of sort of creativity, you know, like art classes in schools are like, you know, they're pretty much gone. Like, you know, they're just becoming like amalgamated classes with like, you know, like, oh, it's art performing out this month and a bit of music and it's, it's becoming like nothing. And like, to me, like, there's a, you know, there's a trend there, you know, like art's decreasing, mental health massively increasing. Mm -hmm. There's no freedom. That's it. You take people's way to express away from them and they get miserable. Yeah. They need to go and look at things that are creative as well it develops people's understanding of how they see the world and how they see, see themselves yeah absolutely so i'm curious then how did you guys get into art did you set off with the goal of art uh, so I, myself i i mean this probably sounds like a maybe a typical just you know class one story that i always used to draw as a kid i used to love drawing my favorite cartoon characters and so you, you know oh Ah, Sam's going to be an artist, he does this and that, you know, he draws tails from Sonic the Hedgehog quite good, he's going to be an artist. Yeah. And then you start learning, you know, so you do art at school, you do it as your option, then you go into college and you start learning more and more, you know, contemporary and what art actually means. And there's loads of stuff you like going, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't understand it. But that's the idea of like, you keep going and keep giving it a try and you, this is how I've become what I am today and that I just enjoy creativity. I just enjoy like people's weird and wonderful creations that have come from like the most inner sort of like you know inner parts of people's brains and their thoughts and I, just, I absolutely love it it's how I got into art <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was at school um I wanted to be an industrial chemist okay. um yeah uh, so this is not what I planned at all um when I was young um I knew that I loved poetry and I was writing poetry and I told my mum that I wanted to be a poet but the response that I got was kind of like, nice words, don't put food on the table, which is fair enough, but it kind of, oof, um, mm. oof me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an emotion. Um, so I sort of developed like this idea, like I was good at science, I really liked chemistry, so I could go to the steelworks and be an industrial chemist. That was the, I could see that path, yeah. that was the trajectory that I wanted to follow. And because it was something local and it was something accessible, like I think, my, you know, my family were really on board with that, but it didn't work out. Um, I went and did my aptitude tests and I failed them because hey. I've got no common sense. Um, succeed, that's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, what do I really want to do with myself? What, where do I want to go? And my other passion has always been English and history. So I did my A-levels and I did English combined. I did history, sociology, politics and archaeology and I just sort of carried on from there I've always been doing creative writing and poetry in the background of that as well and then when David asked us to sort of start putting art on the walls that kind of kicked me into sort of creating myself mm. and with the influence of Sammy as well like you've always said like anybody can create art yeah absolutely and that was something really poignant to mm. me like I, I could do this, so that's that's why I'm here. Okay, what about you? Um, well, I don't think I always wanted to be an artist. I was creative as a kid, but it never like 
went down that direction. I was heavily into music, playing instruments. I really wanted to be a horse rider. <laughs> that was my goal as a kid. Like, I just wanted to, a kid goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I got to college and I did uh, creative digital media. So I actually wanted to be in animation, photography or graphics. And then for some reason I took the foundation course and um, then it just ended up being fine art and now I want to do art, so. <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those things which just gave me curious, obviously I'm from the same location as you guys mm -hmm. and I went a kind of similar to you. If I got to college and was like, I can't make money doing fine art, I need to be able to support myself. Mm -hmm. So I pushed myself into photography yeah. and went to uni to do photography and film because that's what you do to make money. And then I kind of had to push myself back into finance. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like a classic case. You know, like yeah. I think all of us, like like you say, wanting to be a chemist, and you know, and everyone thinks like oh, everyone thinks about the money, and especially from like your parents and your grandparents, always like, and especially in a town like this, always go, yeah. you've got to think of the money, mm -hmm. and like. I remember thinking, I remember thinking all through, you know, uni and like doing this fine art degree and I was I'm like, oh, what do you want to do with it? And I was like, well, I just want to be an artist. Like, I just want to do what I'm doing now. And it's like, why, you know, I want to be happy. You know, yeah. Why do people are so focused on like money? You know, businesses shut down, art never dies, businesses mm -hmm. shut down. And then if you've worked, you know, 50 years somewhere, that just shuts down like no like what have you left like who remembers you like you know like do something like leave a stamp like leave something in the world you know i don't i find people's way of thinking that just it's like money 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 i just find it so bizarre i think definitely from like small town as well like if you have parents like that and you have like grandparents like that i think a lot of that's formed out of fear that yeah. you're gonna not be able to take care mm. of yourself because they've maybe had a time where they've had less money I know my parents, like when we were, we were growing up, we didn't really have any money. Mm. So when we got older, they were like, do something where you're guaranteed a paycheck. Yeah. 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 Like half of my family kind of took that, um, like that. And it's not like, you know, I don't resent them for yeah. it. You know, it's, you know, it's best interest at heart. Like my mum my was always really good, actually. My mum always just sort of said, you know, just do what makes you happy. Um, so see, I've always kind of had like the one side saying, you know, get money and the other side saying no just like just be happy and like it, it was it was a really strange like intertwining like oh, I don't know what I'm doing like I went off and did hairdressing for a bit which I just why you know I've the hairdressers on the way here <coughs> I don't know if it's me but everyone seems to have the same haircut right now. yeah we do it's this one <laughs> everyone has this haircut because <laughs> the barbers do a like what am I doing wrong the barbers <laughs> is, they do a cracking job of this haircut like I just kind of go with whatever they get I, I love it I love this haircut Perfect in winter when you can just feel icicles out on the side of your head. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> I gave up my, on my hair years ago. But it's, <laughs> it's one of those situations. But yeah, so in terms of kind of getting started then, if you look towards like the rest of your year and, and what's coming like for you guys, how are you going to bring more people into it? Do you want to bring more people into it? Mm. Do you want it to stay as just you kind of kicking this? I mean, like, we, we, we've, and especially recently, we've actually, you know, in, in regards to members of Pop Up, we've been sort of saying, like, you know, like, oh, you, when do you think the fourth member is going to arrive? You know, because we say, like, Hannah happened very organically, just like Hannah exhibited some work with us and it was just perfect, and then Hannah's way of thinking was very on board with us, and then Hannah whipped me and cat into shape which we sort of needed because we're much more fly-by than Hannah. I started taking notes and was like why the hell yeah, like, I was like, 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 she, like she brought a book yeah. and, and a pen I was like whoa and like just we're just been scribbling down on like pub napkins yeah with a pint and then forgetting everything but yeah it, um, yeah we've been sort of talking about you know we don't think there's like a limit to pop up it's just kind of like if you sort of fall into it I suppose like you you know 
And in regards with people exhibiting, I mean, the more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned. You know, like it, it, how it's we're starting to get people now are playing a lot more out of Scunthorpe, which is yeah. really good. Because like, what a better way to put it on the map and to remember Scunthorpe for something that's not just the steelworks at the loom and gloom of shutting down. Like, it, you know. That's you know we should be looking at more you know trying to focus on positivity. Do like do what Sheffield did, just revamp, absolutely revamp, and just bring a new lease of life to the place. Mm. And Sheffield's banging. Yeah, it's got trams. It does. It's got trams. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're missing. Trams. <laughs> All we need that's is trams. Get start a GoFundMe for the trams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that is a kind of like a, a looming thought. This concept is the idea of a steelwork showing mm. oh, I mean every year yeah. Yeah. my dad's steelwork it was one of those things it was always looming and every year they'd be like it's going to close this year yeah, yeah so I, I remember something my dad said a lot as a kid it was always like a, it'll shut this year and like it's one of the things I've kind of had a one of my long-lasting childhood memories is like the threat of the steelworks yeah. closing and like a lot of steelworkers took out like early retirement and stuff yeah. and then got like payouts and things like that I think my dad sort of held on a bit but I think he actually wished he'd done it now because yeah. like, now they can't do it they've got to wait till you know wait longer so it's a really cutthroat industry isn't it paint <laughs> make art <laughs> sculpt because <laughs> I, I my experience of the art world is just as cutthroat as yeah, to be to be fair, yeah, yeah. Do you find that easier than working together, like supporting one another to do it? Or yeah, would it be I, better running solo. Or? I'd say, I'd say the thing is like we're together. I think the best thing is obviously we all work individually as well. And obviously me and Hannah have been in a, the, the fine art. I don't want to call it a game. That's probably the wrong yeah, way to call it. No, it's we've, a game, we've, we've been in, yeah, we've been in the fine art game um, longer than what Cat has. So we've had more experience with applying for things elsewhere. And one of the things that we've sort of always spoke about, which has been really good that we've come together, mm. is like how much like rejection you get. Because mm. all you ever see on Instagram, and you know, when you, your life has to look like it's shit hot, is like you know, ah. Oh, um, got this exhibit done this I'm exhibiting some work what they failed to tell you is out 10 of these applications which I paid 20 pound per go I didn't get in yeah. and like then you know and this went wrong and this went wrong and it's like you said earlier like literally success is just built on a million failures like our artwork is just all of us is just built on what went wrong like, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's just like that's that's what it is and it is a very it is a very cutthroat like like any in oh, industry I hate saying that word as well but like it is it is very cutthroat and a lot of you know, there's a with with the use of social media, everyone can be an artist like that now. You yeah. can post everything online, and you can be an artist. So, you know, going the game now. There's so many fish in the sea with it, isn't there? So, you know, the the amount of people that will be applying for like exhibits mm -hmm. all over, and you know, you sometimes it does feel a bit like a game. But oh, you, know, you know, when you're writing applications to things, and you're sort of going. I don't, I, do I write that? And then you should be thinking, no, I, 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 no, I chose to be an artist and live my own life. I should be able to write what the fuck I want. <laughs> you know, to pluck my work up. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it is, it is very... It's, it's hard, I think. I think, you, I think as well, like when, when we've gone to like some sort of like artist talks, and I think some people, when they've found success often feel it's like a very like can't can't discuss how I how mm. success and don't, you know, look at my work and like it, but don't ask me anything. Don't ask me anything about how I've got here and it's like ah why <laughs> I think that's kind of part of how I see pop-up working though it's to get rid of that cutthroatness to get rid mm. of that yeah and just be like to have people who are creating 
inside or outside of North, North Lincolnshire, like have a friendly face to come and see if they want to put work up. There's not going to be that immediate like, oh, go away. This isn't good enough. Like yeah. if if we like, even if it's not good enough, we'll still feed back to you. We'll still talk to you. And mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the yeah to say, you know, we have you know we're very approachable you know it's not you know we're not saying like the standard of artwork is you know isn't there like obviously we, we like to see, you know we're, we're all good judges of I suppose of our own practices aren't we so we sort of we all have things that we look out in work and we're not always going to get it right but there is like you know to say that we're very you know um approachable and very um oh, that's the word I'm looking for uh, except uh, it'll come back to me just not but, judgmental yeah just not judgmental yeah but <laughs> you know we still try and retain a stand you know this we've still gone through a lot of um pra- you know our years of practicing our own work and it's not just a case of oh you know you just you, you can put whatever you want up it's like there is still like a sort of system in place but not a scary system yeah it's like we you know we're very approachable like very you know it's and like you say we feedback feedback mm-hmm. to people and very often we have people come in to talk to us directly about putting work up and that's something that's almost unheard of in galleries like mm-hmm. if you went into like another gallery somewhere without saying names and you sort of said oh, I want to put my work on it but oh okay uh, just uh, you know wait 10 years we're booked yeah. up 10 years but just apply then and it's kind of like you shoved to like a bottom of a, a pile but that's not us that's not what we do I think some of the best exhibitions that we've had have been people just walking in and saying can I put some artwork on mm. yeah and showing showing us a, you know some passion you know yeah. just like showing us a bit of passion and like a bit of you know a bit of practice of what they do Absolutely. I mean, so in terms of kind of, I mean, essentially when you become like a collective or start putting exhibitions on, like community exhibitions or anything like that, you change the balance from being someone who gets criticised to being essentially a critic. Has that been how? Mm. Because obviously you, you are defining art by what you guys define this art by, yeah. rather than just what's out there. But then I think we all have different views on art, so yeah. that kind of rounds it out a little bit. We all don't have the same... Oh, God, yeah. yeah. In, in, our op- <laughs> in, our, uh, in our like open exhibits, like we have disagreed strongly on yeah. some things, haven't we? And, like, Go outside, and it's, take five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> which is why... like like with with open exhibits we get outside judging now you know we don't okay. we kind of just take a back, back seat from things like that don't we like you know we, we've we've come and helped judge you know we've yeah. come in like we've come and said what we think but we let like an outside party do that and that's kind of going to be what i think what we do every time yeah. now cause it, it works see it, like judging for an an open i mean like what we did last time we just kind of like <clears throat> have all the work set out and then go round it, talk about how well it's hit the theme, mm. that kind of thing, rather than being a really harsh critic. <laughs> yeah, I think like, go, like going back to what you said, and like the is it was it difficult to go from being critique to critic? I think mm. it's like what like what Hannah says. It's like it, it rounds itself. I think because we've been through it, and all of us have been very heavily critiqued. Like the, you know. The amount of times like we leave like uni, like like going down that hill crying, like why am I here? <laughs> like you know. We've, you know, we've, we've took it and I think, I think naturally as a, you know, as practicing artists, just from taking the critique, you almost naturally are able to start giving it because you just, it's like, it just becomes a part of you. Mm. It definitely, yeah, <laughs> we're becoming very judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a different, in, a different podcast I in like two years, we'll be miserable. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, I think it's one of those <clears> things you kind of, 
I don't know, I think it's hard to avoid getting gradually more judgmental and cynical, especially no, in this I, kind of industry. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, because especially, I mean, like, you know, being artists and creators, we we grow every day, we grow with every failure. And, you know, when, when you decide yourself that a piece of your work or a piece of your practice is a failure, you will naturally, when you see it in other people's work, start going, no, that's not working, or that's not working. And obviously, the longer you do it, the, yeah, the, the more critical you will yeah. get. I mean, I'm going to go and do an MA, so by the end of that, I'll probably be like the worst yeah, one for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll like, start crying. Like, yeah. Do you like what my pain? Your... Um, I'll be starting September. I don't know about... I'm dead wrong. Oh, fine art. Just, just fine Yeah, fine art, yeah. I know a lot of people kind of get through fine art and then go into curation. Yeah, see... It's like a goal. I think that's why I'm going to do it mostly, is yeah. so I can, like... As well as my own work, I can learn more about curation as well, so... Mm. We will see by the end what happens. <laughs> we'll smash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with your uh, kind of work, do you do you tend to stick to the same themes with your kind of work? I definitely do. Um, I tend to have a lot of dead plants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you said plants then. I don't know why. Don't know. What are you hiding? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I thought you were going to say then. Just heard dead and then the letter P. Yeah. <laughs> Intentional dead plants or just accidental? Uh, well, some some accidental. Okay. <laughs> um, I tend to like um, work with a lot of like natural organic materials and a lot of found things as well. Like the found objects really really interest me, um, and often work around history again often things like lost knowledge and mushrooms lots and lots of mushrooms <laughs> lost knowledge not and mushrooms. those kind of mushrooms <laughs> just, just normal mushrooms <laughs> and then you found the knowledge <laughs> now i've got the knowledge i knew i had a third eye <laughs> what are you two uh i work a lot with space and narrative and sculpture and installation, um, usually around the theme of like, oh, like a apocalyptic sort of thing. Like, yeah, things taking over, invading. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> lots of tentacly things. Yeah. Yeah. It's really <laughs> cool. Fabric as well, like lots and lots of fabric. Mm. And I, my, I mean, I've I've come from quite a musical. I mean, I play the piano. So I've always like liked to look at art as like as sort of as free as music and as free as sound. And I discovered I had synesthesia when I started painting. Um, and so my practice initially was just like me sort of painting music and like <clears throat> painting quite freely and trying to sort of like create music upon a surface. And um, <clears throat> since it's become a lot more like um, like material, but I've become obsessed with like sort of like chemical imbalance and like mixing things that don't belong together, like sort of oil-based things and household emulsions and really cheap nasty things with very expensive lavish materials and so like just like going on destruction but because i've got synesthesia a lot of my titles are still quite like, like remnant of music um some are very um what's the word i'm like maybe distasteful my grandma would say and like please don't like show me that like you know looking at things like you know the colors that have come from like sexual experiences and things like that so i'm trying to come a lot more gritty now because like, you know, we've been in scunny now like we're we're hard boiling into gritty people so <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah show this iron <laughs> yeah i mean you guys pick the topic for the, for the podcast 
What, what, what was the actual? Did we literally go art in shit towns? Yeah, is that literally the, literally, is that literally the title off. that we went for? <laughs> Great. I don't even think we'd been drinking that day. I think we just literally came out with it. Fabulous. I mean, listening to your themes, you, you kind of, when you recognise it, although you pick themes which are very scuntled. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Dead of apocalypse. You, like those are the ones which usually come up in discussion outside of Scunthorpe, like mm. about Scunthorpe, if someone mm. actually knows where it is, because nobody knows where the fuck it is. Yeah, <laughs> near all in it, that. <laughs> do you think every town has this? Like, do you think you become a, a product of your own town? You either become a product of your own town, or you become a rebellion of that town, I think. Do you sometimes think, though, I sometimes think, cause I've been thinking, like, when I had my solo exhibit and a lot of the... Uh, people that were running the gallery so they kept writing rebellion on my write-ups and saying I was like a rebellious person but like you've just said you've noticed very Scunthorpian themes so like have we rebelled or have we like really just fell into it because like you know because it's you know we say we rebel and we do go against a lot of the grain of like you know like our idea of steelworks or NHS there's no Mm -hmm. other jobs we obviously go against that but then we are coming up with very gritty like end of world like F you sort of thing. I don't know why I said F when I've said fuck like a hundred times. You know, like yeah, we've kind of like gone through like you know that maybe we have sort of fallen into it without realizing. Maybe we're like a. I'm like Sue. Honestly, like, I need the bloody mushroom of faith now. I, don't, I, have, I, have, I have just literally gone. I want to start writing. I've got the book, the pen. It's just mad. It's funny because I, I know like, when I make work, I. I personally find it very hard to find subjects which I don't think are obvious. And I know when I was living in Scotland, it was very much I didn't want to make anything about the town. Mm. It had to be completely disconnected mm. from it because I didn't want to be recognised as the town. Mm. Yeah. That kind of being the gimmick of, oh, you're from a small town, so therefore you make work about the steel industry. Mm. Stuff. So it's, it's weird. I don't know. It's kind of it's nice to see it expand. Yeah, absolutely. Then I say I mean no to flip it round on you. But then like your work was quite like apocalyptic. But was that just because of the theme of pollination, or like was it uh, is all of your work quite like apocalyptic? Like you you in the Scunthorpe like end of world? Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, all I mean, going wrong. I think small towns have a habit of generating essentially cynical, greedy people. Mm. Yeah, whether yeah. it chooses to or not. Like you can meet the nicest, friendliest people in small towns, and you do. But if they have a creative streak in them at all, it will be down the darker line. Mm, I yeah. Find. I mean, like bands which come out of small towns tend to be on the darker side. Yeah. I think a lot of our local bands don't, they're very much like you, you let you, obviously, they don't say names when they sing mm. the songs, but you know exactly which people on the high street <laughs> they are talking about. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. God, I'm like, I'm blo- I'm amazed. I'm like, I've, I'm just like, oh, wow. I think I need to come on that MA. <laughs> Absolutely, that's mad. Maybe I'm not a rebel. I'm going to try harder now. Yeah. <laughs> how do you rebel against it? Yes, drink you more Cassini, drink more <laughs> Bella Brusco and stuff like that. <laughs> Sit in the street. You can go completely the other way and like dress like an accountant. Yeah, possibly yeah, like so. Standard haircut and, and go do what everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, especially if you start making God. very, I'm blown. very traditional work. I'm honestly <laughs> next next openings of it. I think we've like found a theme. Yeah, I'm absolutely blown. <laughs> What's the theme? Is it Cassini? <laughs> yeah, just like the rebel. I, I you know, I, I quite like the idea of looking at 
well, you know, do people, yeah, do people consider themselves a rebel and like the different forms of mm. rebellion? And then, because like from an outsider's perspective, you know, someone who hasn't known us that long, and it's just picked up straight away that like, but you know, you we do this, but a lot of you do that, and you know, and it's you know, like you knew you knew we had very scumthorpian things. I'm I'm blown. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm blown. I was always. <laughs> you need to lie down a minute. <laughs> I think that you can pull the feet up on that chair, actually, so you might be all right. <laughs> oh, really? I'm, I'm sexist. Just whack the mics over. I mean, so in terms of kind of, I mean, my knowledge of Scunthorpe's art scene outside of you guys is quite slim and probably very prejudiced because it's based on 2021, which obviously is a nice contemporary place, and then outside of that, it's art societies. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of... Do you get involved with those guys? Do they communicate with you? Reach out with you? We... When Pop Up first started, we were much more of a collective, weren't we? There was more of you know those Facebook groups and people going off and you know, but I think what we notice is people want to do different things and people want, which is absolutely fine and accept. People want different things out of what they want from the, from creative spaces or what they want for their own artwork, and what we wanted fit with us, didn't it? And yeah. it fit and it. It wouldn't have worked had we have had a million other people on board who wanted to stretch us in different ways because mm. we we've worked well together and sort of globbed Hannah in. That's a great word. Globbed, globbed Hannah in, and then we've kind of just it works, mm. doesn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, and then uh, weirdly, then like you say, the the twenty twenty one, like you know, it is a very contemporary space, but like we've kind of built some bridges with yeah, them, haven't we? Yeah. They've been and their manager, uh, their gallery manager. Um, came and judged that he was our judge for pollination yeah. so we've built some you know some bridges um, and like you say it's one of them spaces I remember I used to go as a kid and you think oh my god like imagine getting your work in mm. here like you'd never happen but then I got my work in there last year like you've had work in there from yeah. opens as well yeah like it does they, they do have things going on mm. but it's like like what you say it's like it's, it's it comes across maybe a bit intimidating spaces like that like unless they approach you would you dare approach a space like mm. that? Um, and obviously, because we know them now and we're quite friendly with them, we do, you know. But from, I can see where, like, you know, if you didn't, like, you, you'd be like, oh god, I don't, don't dare say anything. This is my work. <laughs> <laughs> can be intimidating, I think, like the big gallery with all the white wall space. Mm. There's a fab. Their, their space is like fabulous, it is isn't it? It's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's really good, and they do have like a lot going on. To be fair, it's it's, it's just a case of asking and finding mm. out about it. And they tick a lot of boxes like we do. And like you know, a lot of their exhibits are quite um, holistic, and there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot for sort of everyone. And that's that's kind of something we've like tried to heavy focus on is like trying to get something that someone can resonate with, you know, and like in trying to always get something in that someone can like perhaps relate to, mm-hmm. or if not, maybe ask them why it doesn't. And like we get just get people asking questions. That's yeah. the that's the most important thing to sort of get people creatively thinking is just to ask them. Um, Ask questions. And if yeah. you don't like it, ask me you now. Ask and tell us why you don't like it. <laughs> so, do you think you have like a essentially? I don't know if you have like a manifesto or a goal with Pop Up for Scunthorpe. We were going to write a manifesto. We were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Collective, most collectives have yeah. a manifesto. We sort of like we, you know, when we when we came, yeah, <laughs> when we've obviously we when, um, when we came to kind of had to you know write the boring business, you know, yeah. contracty things up and you know, um, come together as an actual thing. 
um, which I know sounded terrible. That you know, we came together as a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, we you know we wrote down a lot of a lot of things and a lot of our goals and a lot of what we want from Pop Up and a lot of what it means to be a part of Pop Up. And I'd say ninety five percent of the time, we all want you know you know sometimes we say something and maybe the other two members kind of go oh, actually and you, know, you have to like rethink a lot of things. But you know, in general, we tend to all have a similar goal and you know, accessibility tends to be like the mm. core of it. Um, and everything else, I suppose, comes as being a bonus. I mean, you, yeah. you make yourself accessible. You've 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 done it. You know, you've got people in. You've 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 already. You know, you've got the first mm. step. I think what we used to. I know on our website when like it first started, our thing was like a voice for artists in Scunthorpe, the North Lincolnshire areas, mm. and that was our first. Yeah, it did. Thing. It did start much more local, didn't yeah. it? And then it, I think it. I think we've kind of like done that, mm. and now we're still doing that. But we want to bring yeah. art to North Lincolnshire and Scunthorpe as well. Yeah, we're kind of like seeing. Yeah, I think cause to bring it in, you're helping the local people. Like you're helping locals. You know, people then start coming to the town and seeing the town as a creative space, and like that's you know what a better way to help local creative people than to have like the the name put on the map as a creative space you know and like going oh I recognise that name from you know that artist down in London or that one up in Hull and they've exhibited in that space and I can also be in the same space and yeah that's you know you're very more uh, very much more geared towards helping existing creatives then Mm -hmm. or not kind of giving people the outlet to create um what as in, like as if we're aimed at more people that have already kind of created. Yeah, so like, I think like you a lot of in your indie ones, they kind of they, they push along the lines of either going down the line of giving people a space where they can feel comfortable creating because they don't necessarily do it, mm. or down the other line of people who are creating just can't get their work out. Yeah, I, I suppose like both. We've kind yeah, of yeah. yeah. I think when we first, I think years ago would be when we first started <laughs> before we were even called Pop Up. It was just a thing that me and Kat sort of did. And we, it was a lot of like local people that have never exhibited work. You know, a lot of it was very, you know, the sketches and things they've done. And it was, you know, um, and, you know, that's, that's kind of how we how, how it started. And then since it became, you know, we started meeting a lot of people that have gone, oh, you know, I've had a fine art degree for 10 years and I've never exhibited yeah. work. And it was like, wow. And so we started meeting like such a raise of people. And like last year, my God, like the amount of exhibit, like the, the difference in contrast between like where artists were at. But it all works, you know, like even like the artists that, you know, the sort of like with college dropouts, but like they still manage to put on a show mm-hmm. and still put things on. So, like, you know, hopefully that person then will create now, you know, like, and go, you know, education is not for everybody, but hopefully they'll still create and carry on creating and go, actually, no, I had my work in an exhibit, I can, you know, I can carry on and do this. And then people that struggle to get the work out there can hopefully have that. It is like a sigh of relief, and it mm. when you have, when you get like an exhibit, it's such a sigh of like, I'm good enough. Fight for a bit, and then you do need a reassuring every now and again yeah. that what you're doing is good enough to keep like pushing on. So like we've kind of like ticked the boxes, I suppose. Like even that we've helped current artists and people that want to start calling themselves mm. an artist. Well, even even people that don't think they're artists or creatives whatsoever. Well, yeah. <clears throat> like we we had some um, trans awareness life drawing sessions. We had mm. a trans model. Um, we thought that we were actually going to get backlash from that. Actually, being in mm. Scunthorpe, we yeah, we thought, very. We didn't yeah. think that those things went together, but they did, and it was beautiful. I would say like fifty percent of the people that we 
had coming to those sessions didn't have any far more background in creation, creativity, art, whatever, and they mm. still loved them, and they was they still got the sense of fulfilment out of it. Mm. There was a, a guy called David who came who hadn't drawn and since he was about 10 or 11 years old and he produced some absolutely fantastic sketches mm, yeah so that was like win like yeah. absolute <laughs> win <laughs> yeah absolutely I find quite interesting that you guys I mean in a way you're very balanced in your, your kind of view of what you're doing mm. and like the people you meet because like, I mean you, you just mentioned that like you, you meet a lot of people who haven't used their degrees mm. you know have gone out been creatives and then have retired into a standard job kind of every day but mm. then at the beginning mentioning uh, the whole decline of creative education I mean I'm quite a cynical person in the sense that I think arts education generally kills artists I don't think it's designed mm. to make artists it's designed to make creatives who can get a job I think yeah I, I think yeah mm. I mean I think to a level I mean I do think that like in earlier years of my arts education because obviously colleges and like you say like you know colleges and things have quotas to tick which will just it just it's the way it is and it's not it's not the right way but like I think a lot of it is aimed at like getting the youth into work and getting these like yeah. people so but then when I found when I got to uni um, I mean like my, my second year at college was quite free and quite yeah. you know like, you know if you want to do fine art go to you know and do you know and it was very very good for me but um when I got to uni like it changed and it almost it became like do art for you and there was yeah. no there was no push at uni to go um <clears throat> get a real job you know yeah. it was just like go make art and make the best art you can make and that's fine and it was and that you can be fulfilled through that it was I mean, don't get me wrong it was it was still tough like i like i found like i i destroyed all my work from uni i i found i made a lot of work because, and not because the tutors made me do that like, i felt i made work to try please tutors because i was always in the mindset of Ask, look, and get the best mark you can get, and I did it wrong. That's not how you should do it. But like, I wasn't, I was never pushed like that. That's just how I sort of saw yeah. it. So, I, in a way, arts education has been like the best thing for me. But then, in a lot of ways, I kind of do maybe re like resent what I did. But it's my, I think, I think I resent what I did, not yeah. like what how it went. I don't know, I, I have a different sort of view. I think I thrived off arts education, that's why I'm going back into my MA, because I yeah. love people questioning my work and mm. like saying, I don't think it looks like this, and I'm like, right, how can I change it to like, I don't know, change your perspective of my work, I don't mm. know. But is that yeah. then you like playing into somebody else's idea? I guess so, but then I think what? that's kind of my work, I want my work to be seen a certain way like especially okay. with narrative being mm. a huge part of it i want people to like think oh god that's a bit weird like what am i reading sort of thing so do you so, worry about people misinterpreting not really no. no they can see it how they want but yeah. if you know i don't know yeah they can see it how they want don't <laughs> 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 see how you want yeah I don't have any formal art qualification whatsoever, yeah. and You've I got kind a of literature degree. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's not that's, see. My oh. degree is literary criticism oh. and historical. So you can be an art critic. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already am. Um, <laughs> no, I kind of like not having the arts education background. I think it it does bring something to the dynamic. Massively, and sometimes like when you guys are like talking all art, and I'm just being like, you know man on the Clapham omnibus you kind of go oh yeah we didn't see that <laughs> that wouldn't come across to the general public yeah. so no, I'm your general public person no but it is it, <laughs> it, yeah it is good because actually yeah it's like to be fair we can get very lost yeah we can <clears throat> 
because we went to the same uni and we can very often take ourselves back into like that art studio yeah. and sort of just like da 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 da, da. and then kind of like the fuck and then it's like, <laughs> kind of like you're like actually yeah we're not there anymore like we have to realise that this is not yeah. university and we <laughs> saying that we went to the the final show um, last year at the <coughs> art uni oh, yeah. and that was my first time like being at a proper arts uni and it was such a banging atmosphere and yeah, I was like holy Christ well. I could live here like <laughs> why have I not done this they do it so well like <laughs> how many it. of our like student exhibitors have we like sent off to Leeds <laughs> arts uni because yeah, like you must go I bet <laughs> their, their quote is like oh my god look why is there so many Scunthorpians coming here like oh, Mad. So you you found with uni, you found you kind of like your nice space for making art. I'm Mm. kind of curious what schools you went to in Scunthorpe. I went to High Ridge, which is now the St. Lawrence Academy. Uh, Freddie Goff. Freddie Goff. Freddie Goff. I went to Freddie Goff as well. Oh! Goff guy! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, education and art, so GCSE (coughs) killed my interest in art. That's why I went down the commercial line because I was I saw it very much as I was going to be expected to do landscape paintings and portraits. Well, that's right. yeah, that's very much what, that, and that's what I mean. I think with arts education, which and this is wrong, I think it gets freer the further you get in with it. I think the further you get with it, the more you can start doing what you actually want to do. Yeah, see, I never but, found that. Oh, really? When I went to uni, I found most of what I wanted to do wasn't going to fit the syllabus, and my mm. tutors were unwilling to bend anything. Oh wow! So again, when I came out of uni, I was very, like, very much just I'm abandoning this. Yeah, it's yeah. Some yeah, some people don't have like the best experience. Like I, I once in my experience of art uni was bad. I, I, in fact, I really enjoyed it. I think I, I just approached it wrong. I think I maybe wasn't ready for it. I think I went too early. Mm-hmm. But um, I did find it. I, I found it free though. Like I say, yeah, I found I, I found fine art quite a, 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 a quite kind of free quote. Set things in our like briefs we have like just make work and there is like there's there's marking schemes in there you know like like, did it how you know sort of things like how how much did it push your practice and things like that um but other than that you could pretty much just do what you wanted um essays you could pretty much just write about whatever you Mm. wanted i think there was one in my first year where we had set titles to pick from and then after just to get used to essay writing and then they became very free and you're like oh my god what do i write about like Mr. Tickle or something like that. I'm trying to think like how my how far my literacy skills had got. <laughs> Do you find them? Because I mean, I found your choice of theme for exhibition quite interesting, or at least how you presented it. Because okay. you you presented it quite broadly. The pollination. Pollination. Yeah. The pollination. Yeah. Do you think that's informed by what you previously done? So pollination. Um, <clears throat> we actually do some work with um, some. Uh, I would say scientists, but that like, conjures the wrong image. Like a science art group. Yeah, they're called um, Invisible Dust, and they, um, they, come, they come and did like, an art talk with us and brought a lot of... Um, young the, people. They brought some young people, yeah. And so like, they were sort of like, taking a, you know, trying to get an interest <laughs> in the arts and things like that. And um, they were sort of talking about the theme of pollination on the phone to us one day. And then the more we thought about it, the more we thought, well, how, what a crucial theme and like, yeah. what, an, what, an, what a poignant and in-the-moment theme... And it, you know, it's not too out there that people don't go, I, I, you know, <clears throat> I don't get it. I don't know what to make it. You know, it, it's hopefully like something that like everyone's got a bit of an opinion on. It conjures up <coughs> things to everybody, doesn't it? Even if it's just flowers and bees, yeah. you can still create work mm. around flowers and bees. Um, there was less flowers and bees in your exhibition than I expected. Yeah. So yes. actually, we said, we said the same. We actually said the same. We couldn't believe how many people 
saw it as like the scientific doom and gloom like it's like you know the world's coming to an end sort of thing which mm. I suppose quite nice I suppose in like a strange way I think that's kind of what, <clears throat> what we were thinking when we were thinking about the theme though isn't yeah. it mm. like so it was like, it's sort of nice to yeah. see that other people were thinking the same thing yeah absolutely and I think we were maybe thinking like it'd be good to see what people produce so like like you know, like when we got in touch with the you know Invisible Dusting, and we could maybe feedback like how artists have actually like, taken this theme and like how mm. you know how they've done it. Nice. I mean, I because the reason I ask about themes is like when I make so I, <coughs> I do a community zine which I take open submissions for, but I generally stick with themes which I start with a theme where I've already got an idea in my head for what I would do. So I'm like just see what everyone else does I'm going to do my thing and then you can respond to that kind of thing so I wondered whether you guys did that with your work because obviously you have themes which do all fit into pop pollination mm. mm-hmm. yeah so I think like even now like initially I remember thinking like oh god like what can I make like how can I paint synesthesia and chemical imbalance into pollinate but it just works like it just yeah. it just works you know like, I think like all of us it kind of fell quite naturally mm-hmm. like you so said just into our practice didn't it um, I can't remember what I, did I put anything up yeah, you did. I'm trying to yeah, think what it was, though. That's bad, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <coughs> oh, put two. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> one of them. One of them was done under a pseudonym. Um, okay. That's why. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, I've got you. Oh. I've got, and one of them was the I've label got, was just a question mark. I've got the other name in my head. That looks really bad, isn't it? I totally yeah. remember what you put into it now. Why? Because um, I don't normally work with painting. Okay. And I'm normally, I do something called bricolage, which is I, I collect random objects and assemble them together. So mm. painting's a little bit of a off cut from that. Painting is something that I do when I'm really emotional or something like really grips me. So I remember creating the painting. I was in, in the, your in studio. studio yeah. And I was like, I need to do something. I need to get it out. And it was when everything was happening well it's still happening with Brexit and I was trying to put the two together and I just was like spraying things onto this canvas <laughs> and like stabbing it and I screamed yeah, it yeah, and like a, yeah it's quite <laughs> emotional you were like you was like yeah it's like like a banshee it was great it was like that. I'd like take this and, and I was like god I was like She's taking my practice. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, I don't think I've had that episode yet in that room. And I, and I have tried to have that episode. Oh, Learn from the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stabbier objects to paint with. And, and I, saw, <clears throat> I didn't want people to kind of see my name beneath the painting and read into it what they maybe thought I was trying to say about those particular topics, if that makes sense. Because if people knew me, they yeah. might know my opinion. So you want to disassociate your personality from your yeah. work sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to sort of have the anonymity of being able to watch people react to it organically without having the presence of being like, oh, I really like it kind yeah. of thing. I just wanted to see how people react to it. That's cool. Mm. Do you find then, I mean, working close together that you push each other's boundaries in terms of that? Yeah, we were talking about this because like we've just moved into our studio spaces, and it was kind of this has been like in the works for like a long time. And we've we have got places to work elsewhere. I mean, like I have a studio at home, and I've got I've got somewhere else that I can work, and like you you can work at home. You've got somewhere to work mm-hmm. at home. But like the thing is, it's very 
easy to get lost in your own world mm. which is I mean that's great that tends to be like where you make some of your best work but every now and again I find you can lose a lot of time and make a lot of error because you are too lost in your own world and, you, mm. and, you, and you're looking at your work close up and you just need someone there yeah. to literally physically remove you <laughs> and just have like and just like you know like say we've all got different practices like, like you know people very often mistake the thing that like we want to be with people with similar practices because it's like no like you, mm. you, you want someone who's like got like such a completely different outlook and like on their work that they can just come in like they can very often give you the most simple answer and it just it just sorts it yeah. it like, just sorts what's going on doesn't it the amount of times where I've been like working <clears throat> on an installation or an assemblage and Hannah's gone like it looks good but put a bit of height at the back or you know bring this lower and it it just works yeah. or I'll just like, give you some weird ideas like yeah. have you thought of this and you're like no I haven't like, I've never even heard of that <laughs> yeah. and it'll be something like really simple like, so, like just it'll be, like the most simple thing won't it but like yeah. because you are because it's such a a personal thing and such a like you know every part of you is just trying to make something and like you just it's so easy to just sidetrack and like you know and get lost in the frustration like I know like we especially me and you use frustration a lot to make our works but there's like like a good frustration there's like like nothing is working and like you get like you know instead of just taking that step back and having that other person to just say like just well like, yeah like it, I, I think it's good to be together i think it, I, I i think it's going to really push our practices this year i think yeah, i'm quite yeah. excited to see what we all has. produce yeah. yeah absolutely and so, space it's huge yeah. Yeah. it's fabulous <laughs> like, you can do cartwheels in here and get drunk use, and it'll be fabulous are you going to use this entire space as a gallery space we we've got sure. some we've got some exhibits <laughs> we've got some exhibits <laughs> yeah well we <laughs> We've got some exhibits <laughs> coming up, haven't we? Like we have um, one of the local colleges having an exhibit up here for their final show, yeah. and they will get the whole reign of the place. Like you know, um, with you know, as long as we can, we ask you know, and like ask you know, because we we're talking about having monthly crits, aren't we? And having like and inviting the public up to come and see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at that point, it might be an idea to use the whole space and exhibit as if mm-hmm. it were a gallery you know, and mm-hmm. give people the experience of like, right, okay, like this is what because I think. I think to display it like that would be like you know it, it, I think it's more invite people it's more familiar with people mm-hmm. sometimes people see a space like what we've got and it's just like just shit thrown everywhere <laughs> that means something very you know yeah. worthwhile to us but like it can just be like there's incense sticks and stuff I don't, don't get it like Sorry, <laughs> so we love it <laughs> just, I've actually got fairy lights and gets rid of the smell of damp which is probably why I'm like, like choking as I'm talking I'm just like eh. <laughs> Okay, so as people, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of bring this around to like a nice point if we, if we can. Excellent. So as people from small town who have found their place so far making art, yes. what's your advice for people who are younger than you and frustrated by small towns? Because I know when you're younger, it's easy to be frustrated in small towns and shit towns. And yeah, towns. absolutely. Do you have advice or do you, I mean, like we're saying, a lot of people protect how they got to where they are. In a way, I kind of think keep being frustrated because yeah. sometimes yeah. it can like bring on quite a good creative. I don't know. And then, yeah, I think it's like we said, like what we said before, like like good frustration. Though, and like you know, keep you know, be frustrated and use it, you know, use it to make and you you know fight. You know, mm. like we've we've had to fight to get like where we are, and you know, and you know, 
I think people in this town for a lot longer are going to have to fight yeah. if they don't yeah. just want. We know even the, even the steel workers are going to have to fight, are they? I think there's a lot of you know tension in the town, but I think like advice. I mean, I, I think I. It's bad to say. Don't listen to people. Yeah. Like, I think like I've I've found a lot of my failure and a lot of like that has been a lot of time consuming for me is because I've listened to other people and not gone on my own you know not gone off my own back enough and not maybe had enough belief in myself I think I think believing that sounds too cliche I'm not going to say believe in yourself I, re- I refuse to say believe in yourself but I think I think give yourself more credit you know and that you know and don't ever think an idea is silly just because mm. the, especially if if we're talking to young artists and young creatives don't think that you because you're in a creatively drier place that there aren't people there that you know that get it you know find us <laughs> come yeah, find us definitely. don't think you have to move away to like find creative people yeah come find us yeah. <laughs> see I'm a little bit in conflict with that like I think you should carry on being frustrated but you should go out into the wider world find your place mm. in whatever wider world that is whether that's York whether you go to Cambodia whether anything like that but just bring it back keep bringing it back and then we yeah. will we'll no longer have to be frustrated in our small town because there's going to be more people like you yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. it is yeah it's like we've done we've brought a bit of leads yeah. back haven't we which because there's loads going on there yeah. it's not that far away it's only yeah, an hour to exactly. keep dragging it back <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> big string <laughs> I think that's a good message to end on yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you haven't said anything to him so long, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Dropped an F-bomb quite a lot. <laughs> I don't censor this and I don't edit it. So. Beautiful. Is that loud on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell, yeah. you seem like some... Some of the best videos are on you. Like some of like the, best I say videos. best. I mean like the worst videos. <laughs> are on YouTube, like when like, Carol Vorderman's doing countdown and, and she just, just writes. <laughs> I have seen her write worse. I'm not gonna have that. For my grandma's sake, I'm not, not going to drop the C-bomb on this one. I'm going to wait until I go oh. drunk and bowling later to drop a C-bomb. I mean, on that note, we'll bring it to an end. <laughs> thank, you. thank you for thank you for participating. Thanks very thank much. You. It's been really fun. I really enjoyed that. I might become a podcast addict. <laughs> Do it.